Hello, 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 and welcome back to the bonus part of today's FYI program. Remember, guys, this is a part of the show for you guys, those of you who support me every month and the work I do. I really appreciate it, and I hope you are enjoying the content based on your comments and by the looks of it, al parecer, it seems like you are. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the constant feedback. I really appreciate it. All right, so let's take a look at my high school experience. The first thing is I was going to tell you a little bit about the lockers. Yeah, now a locker is a place to keep your books and your jacket and your backpack between classes, but it's so much more. The lockers are where everything happened. Everything that had to happen happened in front of the lockers. The lockers were the witnesses, los testigos. We say in English, if these walls could talk, si pudiesen hablar estas paredes. And it's because, well, if you fell in love, you told somebody about it at their locker. If you got in a fight, it happened in front of the lockers. If you were meeting your friend, where were you going to meet him? In front of the lockers. Meet me at my locker. You don't know how many times I said, meet me at my locker when I was in school. Tons of times. It was crazy. Should we meet at your locker? So... Lockers are part of the high school experience. I remember in 7th and 8th grade, I was so excited that I finally had a locker. I felt so adult. I took my wife a few years ago. I took her back to see my high school. And the first thing she wanted to do was take a picture leaning against the lockers to lean us Apoyar. So I also told you I was the VP. I was the vice president of the student council. I'm not making that up. Now I have to say, the people who are the president, the vice president, the secretary, the student council are usually elected because they're the people with the most school spirit. Yay team, go! And I have to be honest, I loved my school, but I had zero school spirit. But since it's a popularity contest, well, that's why I became the vice president. I was voted vice president of the student council, and my mom said, you? Why are you the vice president? What? I said, well, I don't know. I ran for president. The verb is to run for president. Excuse me. I ran for vice president. And you're, a lot of you are probably thinking, Alberto, well, why didn't you just run for president? I remember a friend of mine was running for president, and I didn't want to run against her. I'm a nice guy, see? That's why I'm the vice president. Plus, I, my reasoning was, well, the president does all the work. The vice president is just here if anything goes wrong. I like that job, and it doesn't end there. I was a pretty popular guy, I must say. I, I, when I was a freshman and a sophomore, I was a little bit shy. I was a bit timid. También decimos la palabra timid. But uh, around my junior year, I came out of my shell. Como renaces, decimos sales de tu cáscara. I came out of my shell, de tu concha, right? And I just realized there was no reason to be shy. And I just started, you know, talking to people more and getting to know people. And I got along with everybody. I really didn't have any enemies 
in high school. And I thought that was really cool. So as you can see, you didn't just learn from the books, you learned from the experiences. You learned how to deal with people, how to interact with people, interrelations. So I was also the homecoming king in my high school. The homecoming king, that's right. Now the homecoming king is somebody who is voted to go to the first game of the year, the first football game of the year. And when I talk about football, I'm not talking about soccer. I'm talking about football. And I never went to any games in my life. As I said before, zero school spirit, none, nada, zilch, como decimos. But I was voted the homecoming king, and there I was. Can you imagine me? I, I wish I could find a picture. I have to find my yearbook. I got to find it. I don't know where it is. I think it's long gone, but hopefully I can find it online. And I know that there is a picture of me at this game, this football game, sitting on top of a convertible, okay, a convertible, es un descapotable, waving at everybody in the audience. And it was crazy because I said, I have no school spirit, I don't go to the football games, and here I am, king of the class. And uh, I don't even know why. And again, I think it was because I got along with everybody. Because another thing I was going to tell you was it's very clicky. Clicks son grupitos. So if something is clicky, es muy de grupitos. But I didn't fall into that because I didn't consider myself a geek or a jock or a metalhead or a prep or anything. I just wanted to talk to all different people. And I didn't want to be categorized. Uh, so uh, some of the, the different cliques I said, the freaks. Now be careful because in English, a freak son los bichos raros. So it's not un geeky, right? Un freaky. Uh, un freaky is a geek or a nerd. So you have the geeks or the nerds. Then you have the freaks. The freaks were the ones that, you know, looked a little bit different, but they wanted to, you know, maybe they were, they listened to goth music. I mean, a big part of how you dressed was the music you listened to as well. Look at the skaters. A lot of people uh, dressed a certain way because they were skateboarders. Then you had the jocks and you all know the jocks. The jocks are the ones from the movies. De las películas. El Rubio, he, he's the quarterback on the football team, you know. Los deportistas, the jocks. Then you have the metalheads, los heavies. Gotta love the metalheads. Hay que quererles. And the preps. Don't forget about the preps. Uh, prep comes from the word preparatory school. And, well, como van muy de... How would you say... Uh, the best way to describe a prep? Abercrombie and Fitch. Gap. Um, Massimo Dutti. Maybe like this kind of style, you know, khaki. Uh, I think of Gap. So there were preps, metalheads, jocks, geeks, freaks. Don't forget about the cheerleaders. Oh man, can't forget about the cheerleaders. And yes, it was like it is in the movies. The cheerleader, the head cheerleader was always dating the quarterback. Well, Hollywood had to get its ideas from somewhere, so why not take them from reality? But looking back, I think that's something that I didn't like that much. I didn't like that groups didn't feel that it was okay to mix. Like, we can't hang out with them. They look different. And I didn't have that ever since I was a kid. I always wanted to talk to all different people because, as I said before, I'm very talkative. I'm a chatterbox. You're listening to the class chatterbox right now. It's not self-proclaimed. They voted me. It's a democracy. And speaking of sports, we take our sports very, very serious. I don't know in Spain because I've never gone to high school. So remember, I'm not comparing here because I have nothing to compare it to. I'm just telling you a little bit about 
my experience. So the varsity sports, we call them. High school sports, we say varsity sports. And you know that famous jacket with the letter on it? That's called a varsity jacket. And the quarterback gives it to the cheerleader and she wears it. Guys, it's not just Hollywood. I've seen this happen before. So it's not just, you know, playing around. At a lot of our sporting events, our soccer games, our football games, or wrestling matches, there are people in the audience, they're called scouts. I think you say ojeadores in Spanish. And they're looking at the high school level for people to attend their university, not just any people. I should say amazing athletes young promises, the next Michael Jordan. Let's be honest, every college is looking for the next Michael Jordan. So where do they go? To high schools. So our sports are taken really seriously. Como se dice en inglés la expresión, we mean business. Vamos en serio. Now everybody wants to hear about the prom. The prom is this big dance where everybody wears tuxedos. Un smoking, we say a tuxedo. And I remember I went to many proms because in my school, for example, we had a junior prom and we had a senior prom. So, and then I was invited to go to other ones in other high schools. So I realized after about eight proms that I should have just bought a tuxedo. Tenía que haber comprado un smoking, but I, I didn't. I rented every time. But it was so, I mean, I guess I don't even think we realize it. Now, looking at it from afar, desde lejos, I look at it and I say, wow, how extravagant for one night in high school for, you know, 17-year-old kids who don't even realize, you know, they're in a limousine. And yes, at every prom I went to, we went in a limousine. I'm talking about flowers for the girl. I'm talking about, like, really expensive night. Now, I will say this proms are very memorable occasions. They are like weddings. Más que un baile es una boda. It's a huge celebration. And your junior prom is great. Don't get me wrong. I loved my junior prom. But the senior prom, that's the one. Because that's when you're saying goodbye. If you guys remember, senior year is great because you're the king of the school, but it's also bittersweet. Because you're going to say goodbye to some of the people that you've spent the last decade with learning about life together. So it's a very bittersweet time. It, for me, it was a very difficult time. I had um, some trouble transitioning. I was stressed out about it. I remember thinking, oh no, this is the first big change in my life. And then I realized that stress is something natural. Stress comes when there's change. That That's good. That's okay. You just have to know how to deal with it. So it's a, it's a difficult time because, well, think about this. If you're a, a couple, una pareja, and one person is going to school in Arizona and the other one's going to school in New Jersey, well, you're not exactly going to be right next to each other anymore. You're going to go into a long-distance relationship. Plus, we all know that a lot of people go to college and what do they do? They hook up. Ligan. Yeah, of course. That's part of the experience, too. So if you ever get the chance to go to a prom, I highly recommend it. It is just mind-blowing, the experience. I, I remember them clearly right now as I tell you about them. I even remember the song uh, at our junior prom. No, junior. See, now I'm mixing them up. I did tell you, in my defense, I went to many proms. 
But I remember one of the songs for either my junior or my senior prom, it was, these are the times you remember, cause they will not last forever. These are the days to hold on to. This is Billy Joel. If you're not familiar with this song, I'll put it in the show notes. It is beautiful. And I think I remember shedding a tear. To shed a tear is echar una lágrima. When that song came on and I realized this is it. Esto es todo. Man, emotional time, high school too. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, these high school kids, they're all crazy. Yeah, but it's also, you know, hormonally and, and as far as the first big change in your life. So it, it's a tough time. Everybody wants to be young, but nobody wants to feel those hormones and that uncertainty, incertidumbre, that we felt when we were in high school. Now we're adults and we know it all, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we also had smaller dances as well. It wasn't all proms. You just had one prom or two, your junior and your senior. But we also had every two weeks at my school, we had a school dance, which I thought was a good way to keep kids off the streets and keep kids out of trouble. Because if they're at the school, if they're dancing, if they're having soda or soft drinks, refrescos, well, then it's better than them being out in the woods, you know, drinking alcohol or doing drugs. So I thought it was a really good idea. I didn't realize it at that time. But of course, they said every two weeks, every Friday, we have a school dance. Now, the, the good thing about this dance is no tuxedos. This was informal. People would just go dressed as if you were going to school. And I remember it was a lot of fun. I looked forward to it because it was a chance for us to see not only our classmates, compañeros, but it was also a chance to see our teachers dancing and having fun, seeing them outside of the classroom as real people. We all know that when you see one of your teachers at the supermarket and you're like, oh my God, Mrs. Jones is human. I can't believe it. So those dances were really fun. I have fond memories. And I remember I would have to get up the nerve to ask a girl to dance because at the end they would always play the slow dances. So I was always, you know, scoping out the situation and... I have to say something. I wasn't too successful with the ladies. I was a popular guy, but I wasn't too successful with the ladies, at least in high school. <laughs> I do remember another thing about our dances is uh, Nirvana was coming out with their album Nevermind, and the song Smells Like Teen Spirit was very popular. So they started playing it at our dances, and I just remember everybody going bonkers. Everybody going nuts, volviéndose loco, uh, when that song came on, like jumping off the tables, moshing, moshing, es como bailando, dándose golpes. And uh, you know what happened? The teacher said, okay, Nirvana is banned. <laughs> I swear to God, no, no me lo puedo inventar. I can't make this stuff up. They banned the DJ from playing Nirvana songs at our dances. Man, I mean, we were pretty upset. But uh, the teacher said, if you guys don't know how to behave yourselves, we're not going to put on Nirvana. And nobody was, I guess because the music was a little bit aggressive, people would get a little bit wild. But we were really harmless. But that gives you an idea of when it was. In fact, I graduated high school in 1995. I'm dating myself right now. To date yourself is demostrar tu edad. So yeah, I graduated uh, in 1995. Como decimos, class of 1995. 
95. And uh, what else can I share with you? A couple other memories before we have to hit the road, Jack. To hit the road is marcharnos. Ooh, Miss Dickin. How could I forget about Miss Dickin? I was gaga over her. I had such a crush on Miss Dickon, my art teacher, and she was just spectacular, not just physically, but as a person. She was just so gentle, so nice, and I just remember coming to her class and feeling at peace. Uh, Also, it was art class, so I have to say that the subject was fun. We were painting, we were sculpting with Miss Dickon, and I remember, too, speaking of Nirvana, that was the first time I ever heard Nirvana. This girl, she was a freak. Acuérdate, freak es bicha rara, pero, you know, porque quería hacerlo. I'm not insulting anybody. Everybody was in a group. And she, Miss Dickon would let us bring in our own cassette tapes and play them. And I remember this girl, everybody said, oh, no, what is she going to put in? You know, like black death metal or something. And she popped in a cassette, and we all heard, And I remember myself and everybody in the class, including Miss Dickon, turning to that radio, to that stereo system, those old speakers, and looking at the at the the system and saying, "What the heck is that? Qué demonios es eso?" And that was the day I discovered Nirvana. Uh, they, their album hadn't gotten very popular yet, so obviously this was before that dance and i just remember everybody for the next like six weeks saying no 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 no, she can put on that tape again that's fine nobody nobody wanted to change it because it was just really cool funny how you remember the first time you heard nirvana and in an art class in high school nice memory now something that was not a nice memory was the cafeteria food do you say cantina i think in spanish yeah the cafeteria food was slop Slop es cosa asquerosa. It was just disgusting. Asqueroso. Another way to say disgusting is gross. It was totally gross. I mean, even Fridays, which was pizza day, the pizza was just this disgusting frozen pizza, which didn't taste like the pizza I liked. And your only other option was a couple vending machines full of, you know, Twix and Coca-Cola, which is good, but... You shouldn't be having that for lunch. I'm not a nutritionist, but I can tell you, you should not be having that for lunch. So I have to say, I brought my own food from home, as we say, in a lunchbox. I remember I had an incredible Hulk lunchbox. Now, I don't know if I carried it around in high school. Now that I think about it, I think the kids would have picked on me. So I think I used the lunchbox. But either way, I would brown bag it. To brown bag it means traer tu propia comida de casa. So there's some good advice. If you ever go to high school in the United States, bring your food from home. Trust me, uh, unless they've improved tremendously since I was a kid. I do remember one thing that was really convenient, cómodo, was that we had water fountains everywhere. So that was cool. Like anytime we were thirsty or leaving gym class, there were water fountains everywhere in the halls. And that was kind of cool because, yeah, you never know when you could use a little sip of water. My wife said that she didn't remember having water fountains in her school here in Madrid, but maybe some did. Did your school have a water fountain? We had them everywhere. Oh, and how can I talk about high school without talking about the bus? Oh, man, that yellow bus is a real thing. And I've got to say, I remember taking the bus 
every day until I was a junior. And then my friend would drive me to school. And then when I was a senior, I got my driver's license and I drove to school. But I took the bus from K to 11th, yeah, till I was a junior. So uh, many, many years taking that bus. And it took me a long time to get to the back of the bus. What? The back of the bus? Well, yeah, that's where the cool kids sit, right? At least in my school. I remember the cooler you were, which usually meant the older you were, the further back you could sit in the bus. So if you were the cool kids, you could sit all the way in the back. And I remember when I finally uh, was old enough or cool enough to sit in the back, I felt like the king of the world. And obviously the back of the bus is the bumpiest part of the bus, so the ride was more fun. Great memories on the bus. Of course, as soon as I was old enough to go to school by car, well, that uh, that was the end of the bus because then the bus is not cool anymore. I remember then we were like, oh, the bus, that's for kids. We're juniors. We're seniors, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess school is all like that. Now that I think about it, school is about seniority, antigüedad. It's all about seniority. It's all about paying your dues. All right, well, we've got to get moving, but I just want to let you guys know I'm going to leave you a playlist of some of the best high school movies. There are so many movies about high school in the United States. If you want to, send me your suggestions, ones that you think I should check out. I always like watching high school movies, but there are some really good ones that capture that essence of what it's like going to school in the United States. And as I said before, if you ever get the chance, young people who are listening right now, if you ever get the chance to do like a year in the United States or six months or a semester, do it because my wife did it and she still talks about the experience. Those halcyon days of high school in the USA. Guys, thank you so much for being here today and every week on FYI. Hang on, hang on. Bring that music back in. How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week. Tengo que reconocer que...